Hey everyone, welcome to the Off the Rails podcast. This is a pre-recorded video from our YouTube channels, Rails, Tales, and Trails. Go over there, check us out, give us a thumbs up and a subscribe, help us grow this channel. Hope you enjoy this episode. Stay safe, stay strong, stand united. Here we go. Welcome everyone to Off the Rails podcast. We'll be getting started shortly. Just real quick. I am an employee of BNSF Railway Company. The thoughts and opinions expressed are mine and do not necessarily represent the views of BNSF. I am not an official representative for the company, nor do I speak on their behalf. You can read the full disclaimer down below in the description. We'll begin start shortly. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button down below to participate in the live chat. Stand by, get your drinks, and here we go. what is going on guys welcome to our saturday night stream we have two special guests coming on board tonight um but first real quick before we start talking about that we had to change up our format rules because there's a topic out there we're not going to talk about we're not going to acknowledge this there and we're definitely not going to pet it pet it touch it poke it anything like that so guys just a heads up any questions or statements regarding any ongoing legal or litigation topics are not going to be answered, talked about, anything like that. So please do not push the issue on that. We're not even going there. If you do, we're deleting messages. And if you keep pushing the issue, we're just going to take you off the show. So with that said, tonight we have two representatives from the BLET National Auxiliary. And I got I, I can't lie to you guys. Until recently, I didn't know there was an auxiliary, so that's my bad. So we have Kathleen and Rachel, who are the president and VP of the BLET National Auxiliary, and they are here to educate me and everybody else on what that actually is, because just from talking to them, this seems like a pretty cool thing. If you're married to a railroader, you're probably not going to want to miss miss out on this. So we're going to bring Kat and Rachel on. Ladies, how are you guys doing? We're good. Good okay. deal. Well, Kat, why don't you just real quick tell us who you are, what you do regarding uh, the auxiliary? I am I am the national president of the uh, BLET auxiliary. Okay. So uh, but basically, there's not a lot I don't do, um, but... I am in charge of uh, the national officers and essentially all of the auxiliaries that are formed across the United States. Okay. So would it be appropriate to say you're the big boss of the auxiliary? It would be. That would be correct. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And Rachel, welcome tonight. Why don't you let everybody know who you are, what you do, and uh, yeah. <clears throat> Hello. So I am the first vice president um, and the outreach coordinator. <clears throat> so my job is to um, be bossed around by Kat. No, I'm just kidding. She's a we're we're a great team. Um, so just really assist her in anything that needs to be done. And then as the outreach coordinator, 
I um, work with all the information auxiliaries that are getting started. So anybody that's interested in starting an auxiliary, they contact me. And then I also work on the newsletter. So we send okay. out a quarterly newsletter and um, that's something that Kat and I work on together. And then all of our auxiliaries submit uh, stories and letters okay. and information and stuff like that. All right. Now the, the Navy side um, of me, I, he I heard you say information. Okay. I'm guessing information means something different than what I'm thinking about because you, you tell a military guy <laughs> in formation, you're going to get somebody standing at attention, you know? So, so what do you mean by information? I mean, am I reading into this too much? Am I using guy brain a little bit too much? What, what no. do you mean by information? So information means um, somebody that has expressed wanting to start an auxiliary in their area. Okay. And they're working to gather the signatures that are needed for the petition to get that started. So it quite literally means in formation. Again, you, you say the word formation around anybody military, we're going to be thinking something completely different. Now, guys, before we jump into all the questions and everything, we do have the live chat up and going tonight. Remember, in order to be able to participate in the live chat tonight you will have to hit that red subscription button down below costs nothing helps get our channel out there and helps you know support the channel and it's free so guys i have some questions for you guys i know we have a lot to cover um so my question is this let's let's just start at the very beginning what is the blet auxiliary <clears throat> well the auxiliary is basically structured families coming together for a sole purpose. I mean, that's the, okay. you know, the bare bones of it. So the auxiliary itself is about 135 years old. It was formed in October of 1887 in Chicago. And basically what happened back in that era, the, the union was already in existence. And so they were starting to already have conventions and things like that because they're okay. about 153 years old approximately. Mm -hmm. And so what happened was these, these wives were going to the conventions and they were helping, they were like on committees helping with the, the conventions and right. railroad towns across the country were popping up. And so there was, you know, pods, I guess, of railroad families. Mm -hmm. And um, eventually they decided, you know, Hey, how about we form some kind of, you know, club or right. auxiliary. And, and they did that. And um, we've been in existence through the depression and everything else. I mean, we've survived it and uh, we're still in existence today. And honestly, um, the membership back in the early 1900s was triple what it is now. The wives back then really came together and it's harder these days than it used to be yeah. to bring these wives in. So, so this, I mean, it, it seems like everybody knows some sort of railroad tr tradition or knows a railroader. And I, I mean, heck, at least Johnny Cash wrote at least one song about railroading. I mean, railroad is intertwined in American history one way or another. And it so is. you're telling me this women's auxiliary is as old as essentially railroading itself. You it's know, pretty old. US, yeah. Pretty I old. mean, 135 years old is pretty old. Um, yeah. That's insane. I mean, growing up, I was a daughter of a railroader. So my dad yeah. 
worked for the Southern Pacific in Arizona, and he was a very active union officer for 20 years. And so I grew up in in the auxiliary atmosphere. It was not mm-hmm. the BLET, it was the UTU back then. Um, and so, I mean, my summers were spent going to regional meetings or national conventions. Oh, and wow. I mean, I just, that was a natural part of, you know, I grew up in the union movement. So right. this is not a stretch for me. I mean, this is home for me. So this is in your blood. That is in my blood, I mean, yeah. it really is. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's insane. Well, Rachel, so. Rachel, how'd you get involved in all this and how'd you end up becoming the first VP of this national organization? So I got involved um, just kind of knowing that there needed to be something that brought people together. This is a really different kind of lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So I was in some social media groups and I saw the post about the auxiliary and I was like, what the heck is the auxiliary? Okay. I mean, I was a railroad wife for six, well, not a wife, but my with <clears throat> with my husband for 16 years um before I knew about the auxiliary. So yeah. Um I just thought like wow, this is great. So I jumped in with both feet and uh started one here local to me in Springfield, Missouri. Okay. And just <laughs> I've been going with it ever since. Been going with it ever since. Okay. So here's my question. You guys are structured you guys have a long established history. So let me ask you this. What's, what's your current goals, you know, as far as ju- just the purpose of the auxiliary in a little bit more depth, but where would you guys like to see yourself? Let's say in five years, whatever that may be. Um, my current goals. And I think the goals of the auxiliary in general uh-huh. are to make more awareness of our actual existence. So, I mean, we need to, you know, triple our membership over the next few years, over the next five years. I mean, our terms are four-year terms. We have a a joining convention when the union goes to convention, like in October of this year, we will also go to convention. That's when we elect our national officers. All the national are elected. Uh, My term is almost over here this October. Um, So, I mean, the goal is to increase membership. I mean, we need right. membership. That's how things get accomplished um, is awareness. So, okay, good deal. So with, with that said, you know, bringing the awareness, what kind of awareness are we talking about? Are we talking about, you know, being a railroaders, <clears throat> I, I'm going to tell you, I, I got a little over three and a half years being a railroader is not for everyone. It, it, it really is a lifestyle it is, it can be a very tough job being out there working with the schedules and everything like that. But I, you know, my wife was a paramedic and, you know, home life between two first responders is hard. Yeah. And thankfully being a railroader and kind of having the first response life are very similar, but, having a railroad home is not an easy thing to do. Would you guys say hundred percent? And do you, do you feel like this auxiliary helps not only the sport supporting the railroad, but supporting, you know, dealing with this, having that railroad life? Absolutely. 
Yeah. This is a, it, so, I mean, I agree a hundred percent with what you're saying. And so what the auxiliary does, I mean, I'm in, I, on top of being a national officer, I'm also in mm -hmm. my local auxiliary in California. Okay. Um, we, we've been in existence for probably 12 or 13 years. I'm not sure of the exact number, but um, we've grown a whole generation of kids together in this group. I mean, and in addition to that, I mean, we have buried our own, we have given, yeah. you know, COVID supplies to our own. We have made sure our own has everything that they could possibly need. If we know of a member who's in need, we fulfill that need. That is part of the auxiliary. You know, we've put generations of kids through college with the help wow. of our scholarship plan. Um, you know, the auxiliary, it's its a group of, of families who share a lifestyle that each other can understand too many times. Like, well, you're friends with your neighbor and your neighbor wants to have a barbecue mm. and you tell them, well, I don't know if I can come. Because they and they get pissed because they don't understand, like, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow or in 20 minutes, you know? Yeah. I mean, my husband's been third out, not due to work till, you know, tomorrow night and got called 10 minutes after he finished saying the sentence. So, yeah. you know, it's we understand our own lifestyle and we don't have to explain it to you. We don't have to make mm -hmm. apologies. You know, it's um, it's nice to be around your own people who don't get pissy when, you know, you can't make it or you can't lay off or whatever, yeah. you know, the situation is. And um, when we have our auxiliary meetings and stuff, we expect the kids to be there. I mean, okay. you know, we put the kids, if we're at a restaurant, we'll put the kids over in a table right next to us. The big ones will take care of the little ones, whatever. Okay. You know, this is a family friendly organization. We are all about the family. So your kids, your grandkids, whatever, bring them all. Yeah. We don't care. You know, dude, Man, I, I say dude a lot. I got to apologize. It's a bad habit. My <laughs> wife has been trying to break me up for a long time. I've been to California like three times, but if you would hear me talk as many times as I said, dude, you'd think I'd had a surfboard attached to my arm. So <laughs> let me ask you this. Who can join the auxiliary? So the auxiliary is actually open. I mean, it's pretty much open to everybody, but here's the thing. So we have mm -hmm. levels or different types of membership. So we have members at large, and that is anybody who wants to join the auxiliary, who is connected through the, the railroad, um, mm -hmm. but they don't have a local auxiliary in their area. So they can join, they get the same benefits, but they're just considered members at large. Then you have your actual auxiliaries that are formed, and those are basically regular members who have the union connection, and they get all the benefits of everything we offer. Right. Then we have a whole other category called associate membership. And that is for anybody who supports the union movement. So that okay. could be, you know, an attorney. It could be your next door neighbor. It could be anybody. Um, they don't get the same benefits. Um, okay. They do on the local level, but they don't on the national level. Okay. All right. So where... I, I may be setting you up for a very broad question here, but where's auxiliary located at? Like, you, are they in, well, are they just in specific like big cities, you know, or do you have sub offices or chapters? So the, the on the national level, so there's, you know, there, the structure is the national and then, mm -hmm. you know, all of the subsidiary auxiliaries across the country. And then of course, all the members at large, as well. So the, the national officers, there's 10 of us total. 
Um, I'm located in California. Wherever the national president lives, that is the actual location of the auxiliary's headquarters for that four years. Oh, um, no so kidding. if you were to ask, well, where's the national located? It would be in California, but like okay. Rachel lives in Missouri and the national treasurer's in Texas. And, you know, I mean, we're all spread out across the country. Right. Um, and as far as where like our local auxiliaries, they're located anywhere somebody's close to a terminal and decides they want to open up an auxiliary. Like my okay. husband's based out of uh, one here in the Central Valley. So yeah. we're joined to that division. Okay. All right. I made a list though, so we could read them off if people. Yeah, were she did. She interested. made a list. I made a list. All right, guys, let's do this. We're gonna we're gonna start getting feedback from the viewers here. Guys, hit that subscribe button. Post in chat if you don't mind where you live, and we will see if there's an auxiliary there. If you're curious about it, right here on the uh, podcast. Now, let's uh, let's ask this. Hey Sage, how's it going, buddy? So let's let's ask this. Let's say we know there's not an auxiliary um, in Tishamunga, Oklahoma. I don't even know if that's an actual place. I'm pretty sure I've heard uh, Blake Shelton mention that place. I don't even know if it's even worthy to be on the map. Let's say, hey, we have a terminal here. We do have some railroader wives. What? And, but and we want an auxiliary here in Tishamunga, Oklahoma. How do we go about that? How would is that a thing that could happen? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. So right. someone would contact the national, and then I would work with them um, on. Usually, there's kind of a head organizer, like a head, you know, wife. Right. Um, I would work with her on collecting signatures for a petition. Okay. And so she would need 10 signatures or more to get that going. 10 signatures. Now I'm going to, that doesn't seem like a lot to me because you know what? I've <clears throat> seen women organize. And when you get a group of women together with the same thought process, <laughs> it's scary. You, you ladies can get some things done, man. I'm, I'm not even going to lie. Not even going to lie. Let's see. We got some, uh, we got some places coming up here. What do we got? We got John Twist says Kansas City. Is that on your list, Rachel? So Kansas City is an information auxiliary, and we have a lot of interest there. Okay, a so lot. this this is in the works. Yeah, so that okay. one's in the works. <clears throat> All right. Now let's see Bobby Preston, Lacrosse, <laughs> Wisconsin. Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Don't we have one there or close to there? Um. Where does Rose live? Oh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, we do have a super active one uh, right on the border of Wisconsin like and Minnesota. Duluth and okay. Superior area. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know where Rose that is. I'm not sure where Lacrosse is at. I do know that there was, and I want to say it was Lacrosse. Okay. There was some interest um, in Lacrosse, but we could not get the signatures. And if we cannot get the signatures, we cannot proceed. So. <clears throat> okay. All right, let's see. We got another city here for you. Temple, Texas by Crystal Penny. So Crystal. not specifically Temple. No. Um, okay. We have El Paso, Amarillo, and San Antonio in Texas. Yeah. Texas is a big state for us right now. We've got three in the state of Texas. And, you know, Texas is so big, it could support, you know, probably yeah. five more, if not, if not more. I mean, Texas is... 
Texas is really getting busy, <clears throat> getting busy with this stuff. And we're happy to see that. Well, I'm glad too. Texas is known for kind of doing its own thing. So I'm glad to see Texas showing some interest. Here's one by Bobby Preston, Creston, Iowa. I've been there. Uh, we do not have any in Iowa, but we had a little bit of interest from somebody. So um, okay. that could be a possibility for one. All right. So I'm just going to ask this for Bobby. If Bobby's interested in an auxiliary in Creston, Iowa, who does she reach out to to get the ball rolling to find out what they need to do? So Bobby would just need to send me an email or a Facebook message. Okay. And we could talk about that. All right. Can they con get your contact information from your website? Yes. yes. Okay. Well, guys and girls, we have the website listed in the description down below. So if you're interested in, in starting up and finding out what it would take to start a new chapter where you're at for the auxiliary, go to the website and find Rachel's uh, information there and shoot her an email. I tell you what, guys, after the video, after we're done with the broadcast, I'll uh, get with these ladies here and put more contact information down there for everybody to uh, help direct them in the right way. Let's see if we got any others. Here we go. Clint Cook, Birmingham, Alabama. We do not have one in Alabama, but we sure need one, Clint. So if you know somebody who wants okay. to start one, now's a great time. All right, Clint, you hear that? You can lead, help lead the charge to get the auxiliary down in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, we need to get something going on in Alabama. I'm going to leave my Alabama jokes alone for tonight. <laughs> Let's see here. We have a comment by V. Mason. I love non-Oklahomans <laughs> pronouncing our city names. Well, V. Mason, that is nothing but love from one of your, your neighborly Texans just right next door, buddy. Right next door. So let's see here. Uh-oh. I am being... I Well, no, I'm going to avoid this one for a second. Aberdeen, South Dakota. What do we got in South Dakota? We do Nothing. not have anything in South Dakota, but we, I, I guess, saw a message earlier today from yeah. another lady in South Dakota that said, well, I wanted to start one in South Dakota, but I didn't have any interest. So, Sandy, um, you never, I mean, if we can get a few more signatures, maybe we can make something happen in South Dakota. We would love to see that happen. That uh, we've tried awesome. South Dakota before and um, just takes 10 signatures and only seven of them have to be directly related to the union. Three can be associate members. Right. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. Hang on. I got to send a message. All righty. Let's see. I am now. Here's the thing. I love my moderation team. And they are on top of it. <laughs> However, they also really, really like to educate me. And, <laughs> and this is about to happen. But we got another location somebody's asking about right here. Harris County rail fan. He's been here before. Love, love seeing him come up. He's always asking good questions. Any locations in Virginia? No. no. None in Virginia. Mm -mm. Is there much over on the East Coast? No. 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 Mm -mm. No. We have one in Philly that encompasses Philadelphia <laughs> and New Jersey. Okay. Uh, and like we said, we have the Minnesota that is Minnesota and also part of Wisconsin. <laughs> Okay. But no, we they're primarily um, middle of the country, West Coast. You know, it's uh, 
not a whole lot on the East Coast. We're trying, but right. you know, we just need that. We need somebody to take the lead. Well, maybe maybe we can get this video out there for people. So I do have a question that's come down for you guys, Corey uh, Baller. I met, and I I'm so sorry to Corey because last time he was on the show, I messed up his name, and I'm I'm I didn't want to mess it up again. Question for the auxiliary ladies. Do you advertise on the BLET website? No, no, we don't. No. Okay. All righty. Let's see what we got down here. All righty. Sometimes here, we do here. have articles in their journal. Say what? Sometimes we do have articles in their journal that they send out. Okay. So All right. not on the website, but through them. Some, some, yeah. Okay, so what does it take? Are there so let's say uh, my wife wanted to join the auxiliary tonight? What would what does that typically look like for a new member? Are, are there monthly obligations, weekly obligations, meetings? What what what's a new member looking at here? So to join. Um... Let's pretend you're not in Amarillo where we already have an established and incredibly active um, auxiliary. Let's pretend like you're somewhere where there is no auxiliary. Um, to join as a member at large, basically all it takes is for you to go to our website, fill out an application, okay. and, pay, and pay your dues. And all of that you can do through our website. We have Venmo, we have PayPal, and we accept old-fashioned checks in the mail as well. That goes okay. to our National Sec Secretary, Lawana Paz, and she's located in Georgia. Um, all right. If you were to join a local auxiliary, it would involve reaching out to the local president okay. or reaching out to us and having us say, yeah, we can put you in connection. Okay. And, um, you know, it's it's the matter of filling out an application and paying your dues. The dues are once a year. And if you're a member at large, they're 60. If you belong to a local auxiliary, it's 55. Okay. Um, and like I said, it's once a year. As far as commitment is concerned, Here's the thing that I tell everybody when it comes to the auxiliary, because the one thing I hear repeatedly is, well, my wife would like to join, but she doesn't have the time. She works. We have kids. Well, let me just say this. So do I. I work. I have kids. Mm -hmm. And I'm also the national president. Right. I work full time. I got a kid in college. I got a kid that lives with me. So my response to all of that is you don't have to the expectations that you're setting for yourself in your head mm -hmm. of what you think we expect from you is not realistic because we're not asking for all of your time. We right. never have asked for that. We're asking for you to join and come to the things that interest you. If, if you're in a local and they're having an event and you'd like to be a part of it, then be a part of it. But if you, if you don't have the time, if you have other commitments, just say, Hey, that's not for me. Okay. Still a member, you know, and then the other thing is, is you can have a member of a local auxiliary. Like I have a member of my California auxiliary who lives about two hours away from me. I've yeah. never even seen the woman, but she pays her dues every single year. Her kid has won our scholarship multiple times. And if we ask her for something like, hey, could you do this graphic or something? No problem. Mm -hmm. Gets it done. I mean, everybody contributes in the way that's okay. most comfortable for them. All right. All right. So I wanted to touch on something here in a second, but just to show you how much my moderators love me. 
here's going green mom one of our moderators she has now just made it known that there is actually a tishomingo oklahoma and it's the first capital of the chicksaw nation these <laughs> this is the kind of support i have but they always like fact checking me um i think i'm being funny and then next thing i know somebody pops up and yeah so this one is coming from my wife if I were to join one in Texas since we chase, would that cause an issue with me being in a different state? No. So, so, so Taylor, here's the thing. Like, say you join that Amarillo auxiliary, just cause right now you're in Amarillo, but say you guys are chasing or whatever. And you're, I don't know, let's just say you come to California to make it interesting. Um, you're still a member of that Amarillo auxiliary, but you're more than welcome to join us in California for events or whatever, wherever you go, that there's an, an active auxiliary, you're a part of that family. So, and if you go to someplace where there's not an active auxiliary, you're still a member of Amarillo, nothing changes. Well, that's pretty cool. And, and that works out really well because you guys know as well as anybody else, railroad life means, especially when the furloughs come down and, you know, there we go. First of the year, January, Yeah. you know, no, nobody's safe from them. And so you got two options, take the furlough or hit the road. I mean, there's really no, no other way around it. No. So you have mentioned several times the scholarships. Yeah. Tell us about the scholarships. So we have a scholarship program in place. It's been in place for, oh my God, more years than I'm even aware of. Um, it's for the, obviously for the families. Of, yeah the auxiliary you have to be you have to have been a member of the auxiliary for a year for your child to be eligible to apply we have two scholarships that we offer the one is just the basic auxiliary scholarship um, mm -hmm. it's a thousand dollars we give out about 10 a year um, to you know children that are eligible we have the scholarship application is online you can download it fill it out and send it back to our national secretary and she goes through them to make sure everything's done correctly we have a second auxiliary. It's in conjunction with the LACMPA insurance. Okay. Um, that scholarship is $2,500. And if you are a member of both the auxiliary and the LACMPA, you're eligible for that auxiliary, uh, that scholarship. Wow. It's the same application. It's just there's a question that says, do you belong to the LACMPA? If you mm -hmm. say yes, you get put in another pile. Okay. All right. So... Quick question here. Well, quick question. I'm, I'm getting all kinds of questions here. So, and this one's, this one's not, this one may be a tough one to answer. Okay. So we, we talked earlier that the railroad life is it, that lifestyle is not an easy lifestyle. Uh, somebody messaged me and asked me, do you feel like the being a part of the auxiliary has helped deal with the stresses day in and day out of being at home and living that railroad lifestyle. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Without yeah. a doubt. What without would you say? I, I want to hear from both of y'all on this. What's been the biggest mm -hmm. benefit for either one of you being married to a railroader? Like it's, it's a big deal, you know, and being, <laughs> Well, I mean, as far as the auxiliary goes, come on, <laughs> work with me here. You got, <laughs> I told you, I, I knew this was going to happen sooner or later, oh, man. but you, you know what I'm saying is like, 
how how has the auxiliary helped your home life being in the railroad lifestyle? What's the big biggest benefit you guys have gotten from that? Well, I mean, it's a good thing you're asking me and not my husband because <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he would say uh, it's not helping our marriage um, <laughs> because in my current position it brings a lot of stress. But yeah, <laughs> and uh, he's like, God, do we have to talk about the auxiliary again? <laughs> Yeah, we do. Pass so, calling again. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> but, um, anyway, uh, as far as I mean, what benefit? I mean, the auxiliary is a gift. It's been a gift for me because it was something, like I said, it was something I was raised in. It was something that right. I wanted to be a part of. You know, I was like, how can I be a part of the union movement? Like, the union is a big deal. You know, I it was beat into my head as a child. It's something that before I was the national president, I was the national legislative representative traveled all over about that, just trying to educate people like, this is so important. They don't teach this in school. The union movement is not taught in school. You need mm -hmm. to teach your kids. You need to teach your grandkids why it's so important that we have a union and not just our union. I'm talking about any union, the Teamsters, the, you know, name a union. That's the one I'm talking about. So, um, you know, I, the, the auxiliary has given me the gift of friendship of people I would have never met. I, even local yeah. people, like we're a pretty big area. I mean, the, I live in the central California area. So the people mm -hmm. that work out of our yard go, you know, south, north, east. I mean, people are driving two hours just to get to work some days, you know, because of the distance That's that they insane. live from the yard. And so if it wasn't for the auxiliary, I mean, there are a lot of people I would have never met. There's yeah. no way I would have ever met. And now I've got this, you know, this bond, whether I see them you know, once a year or once a week, I've got this huge bond with all these rail families and not just the wives, but yeah. the husbands too. I mean, if something was to happen to my husband, I guarantee you, I got a whole support system all over the country, but here locally, my mm -hmm. national or my local division, you know, group and everybody, they would have my back. If I had, you know, had to make a call, I can make a call to, you know, so-and-so and they can get yeah. my husband off a train. And, and we've had that happen before. We had a wife whose kid, uh, something happened at the dentist office. The husband was on a train. They were headed to the emergency room, called my husband and was like, Hey, you got to get so-and-so off the train. He, he wasn't working. He called down to the terminal. They stopped that train. My husband picked him up, got him to the hospital. I mean, oh, wow. that is the network that happens. We had a railroader die much too young. He was in his thirties. You know, oh, wow. I mean, you're not prepared for that at 30 years no. old, you know, with a tiny little girl and a wife who doesn't know what is happening. And, um, we just swooped in as the auxiliary and we did everything we could for her. The union helped us. We took care of the reception after the funeral. I mean, ultimately that's not what you want to have to do, but it's good to know that you have yeah. that. And when COVID hit, I, I was sick with COVID. Tons of the people in my area were sick with COVID. Wow. And we were dropping off baskets at the front door with all the supplies. We were sending meal trains oh, out. Oh, man, that is way too cool. You know, that's what you do when you're an auxiliary member. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you can't do that just as a rail wife and maybe you know a rail wife. But when you have a whole network mm -hmm. of people across the country and Rachel calls and she says, hey, this happened here. Like, okay, well, let's do something about it. All right. Yeah. Well, what about, what, what about you, Rachel? Yeah. Rachel, answer the question that I completely danced around and didn't answer. 
See, I can play this no, game it too. Was great. <laughs> so, I mean, just having the organization of the women and just like we had said, you know, they get your lifestyle and, mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I, um, work and I have a railroad wife who's also <clears throat> my local secretary. She lives down the street from me. Our kids are close in age and we've become pretty close. And, you know, how many times she said, uh, oh, if there's a snow day, just bring your kids over here because she's a teacher and she's not working that day. And I have to go to work. And my husband's already, you know, sleeping at the hotel. Like, what's he going to do? You know, and so that seems, you know, that can seem small to some people, but to just not have to worry about, for one, what care they're going to be in. You know, mm. and two, she's right there and she'll just take care of whatever it is. Um, yeah. <clears throat> another situation that happened, my husband was from was at the away from home terminal in November and had a, like an emergency um, gallbladder situation and had to go to the hospital. So his uh conductor and the train master there took care of him getting there and all those things until I could, um, get in touch with him. And, you know, it wasn't a major thing, but his surgery was at, it was at the, by the away from home terminal. So it was two hours away from us. Um, so, you know, getting back and make sure that he's getting his medicine and stuff when he was Mm -hmm. discharged, a lot of my auxiliary ladies, even, like cat included, you know, people, uh, Victorian Amarillo sent Grubhub gift cards and brought meals. Oh, wow. And, you know, I mean, his surgery wasn't That's a major cool. thing, but when you're taking right. care of two kids and then a husband who needs his medicine at these times and stuff like that for a couple days, you know, that's so nice to not have to worry about getting to the store and getting right. dinner made and stuff like that. And then one other thing that came to mind So we had a lady here. She actually wasn't part of the auxiliary. Um, Her husband passed away from COVID very unexpectedly. Um, Like it's been six weeks, six or eight weeks ago now. Um, She had no clue what to do when he passed away. Like, who do I contact? What do I do? What do we have? What insurance do we have? What life insurance does he have? And so between the local chairman and I and Kat putting our brains together, um, I was able to give her a list of things that she needed to do to kind of get into a better place. And, you know, like I said, she wasn't a member, but she's in our railroad family. And so Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter when push comes to shove. You just take care of your own. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, man, that's. What, what you guys are talking about, that's insanely awesome. And that's, I mean, that's a finding that kind of support system and that group of people that voluntarily respond at the drop of a hat when somebody needs help. You know, you don't, you don't really find that much anymore these days. So that's, I mean, that's, that's pretty daggum special. So we did have a question up earlier, and I apologize to this person. Um, I didn't ask it sooner. So this is the BLET auxiliary. Is there a smart aug- auxiliary? There is. There is. Okay. Smart TDA has their own auxiliary. Yeah. 
Okay. That's good the one deal. I grew up in. <laughs> All right. Good deal. Well, we'll uh we'll try to address that, you know, get those folks up here on another show. So we're gonna close out here before we do. What's the easiest way for somebody to join the auxiliary today? Go ahead, Rachel. Uh, just oh. to go to the website. Um, like Kat had said earlier, there's some forms on there and you can pay okay. or you can email. Um, there's a little tab with the officer information okay. and you can email any of us. And then again, if anybody's interested in starting an auxiliary in their area or have questions about that, they can email yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Okay, good deal. So guys, before mm-hmm. we head out, Rachel and Kat, closing messages to the viewers out here. You guys have been getting a lot of views tonight. What would you both like to say before we call it a night? Um, I just think that, you know, we didn't touch on it, but the auxiliary is, it's a, it's a program for rail families, but we also give back in our communities and we've done that pretty much everywhere we're at. So, um, you know, as much as we give to each other, we give to our communities any which way we can. Mm -hmm. It depends on the situation where you live, you know, I'm in California, we've done a lot as far as with the fires and stuff like that. Um, you know, trying to feed the first responding firefighters, the police. I mean, we have wildfires in our area all the time and it's, you know, it's serious because it's burning our state to the ground. And, uh, we've joined up with other organizations and just made meals to give to first responders. Mm -hmm. We've evacuated animals, livestock. We live in a rural area. There's people that have a lot of livestock and no way to transport them. I mean, we literally will do just about anything, work at homeless shelters, food banks. It doesn't matter. I mean, we are number one is the railroad and taking care of our own, but number two is giving back to our community. So, you know, it's, um, we're pretty multifaceted and uh, we're pretty good organization. So check us out. All right, Rachel, closing words from you. Yeah. So my closing words would have to go along with something I hear all the time when I visit the depot and chat with the guys about how come your wife's not in the auxiliary? You should have her join. We would love to have her. And they say, Oh, my wife doesn't have time. She works full time and we have kids. And to that, I say, I also work three jobs, have two kids that (laughs) play sports. I'm like the PTA president mom at the school. Wow national officer and the president of my local auxiliary. So it's not about having time. It's about making a priority. Right. And, you know, kind of like what Kat touched on. I have a member in my local, she pays her dues every year and that's it. You know, she pays her dues and shows her support that way. I have Mm -hmm. teachers in my auxiliary who participate a hundred percent in the summertime and you don't see them any other time. And then I have, you know, women who are, who step up as officers. So it's just, it's okay. about what, what you, um, right. what you feel like you can contribute. Awesome. Well, ladies, thank you for taking 45 minutes of y'all's night to come on here and, you know, spread the word about what you guys are doing out there. And, you know, it is a pleasure having you guys on here and keep me updated. I want to know. If there, you gotta promise me if anybody starts an auxiliary in Tushamingo, you know, Oklahoma, <laughs> I I want to know about uh, it. So uh, you'll be the honorary member, that's for sure. <laughs> you could be like the mascot, maybe. Yeah. Uh, you no. 
I'm not I'm not anybody's mascot. I'm just gonna say that right now. I mean, I don't even think a slug would want me for a mascot right about now. Anyways, guys, thanks for coming on. I appreciate you taking your time and really enjoy the conversation. You guys have a great weekend. Everybody, don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel. Your support is really helping us out. We did break 1,000 subscribers. So Taylor and I are going to get together. We're going to figure out what we're going to do for a giveaway on the next live stream. We'll figure out something. It's not going to be toenail clippings like uh, we were talking about yesterday. We're going to do something to say thank you. It's not going to be super huge. Don't worry. You're not getting a new truck, but we might do like a small little gift card or something like that. And the requirement will be for the giveaway. You have to be present in the live stream. That's the only catch. Guys, thank you for joining us this Saturday night. You guys have a great one. We'll see you on the next one.